Welcome back to Nerds RPG Variety Cast. I'm your host, Jason. And today on OSR Saturday, we're going to talk about how small can a rule set be and still be usable. And we're going to push those definitions here on today's episode. Now, depending what your definition of the OSR is, if you're just talking about emulating the feel of the old school games without the mechanics, maybe you'll look at something like World of Dungeons, which is a really minimized version of Dungeon World, a Power by the Apocalypse game. Now, this World of Dungeons is free. You can find it for free online. It is two pages of rules and another page of character sheets, so three pages total. Although the way, as we're going to talk about here in a minute, compared to Swords and Wizardry Light, it's really the equivalent of four pages of rules and character sheets. And actually half of one of those pages are is an illustration. So World of Dungeons is smaller than Swords and Wizardry Light. But I'm going to concentrate on rules that emulate the TSR rule sets. So I'm going to set World of Dungeons aside, although there is a link to it in the show notes. We're going to start with Swords and Wizardry Light. Now, this is famously done by Eric Tenkar of Tenkar's Tavern, blog and YouTube channel, and it condenses Matt Finch's Swords and Wizardry white box rules down to effectively two pages. Now, it's actually four pages, but they're set up where you print them, you know, each page on half a page, and you do it front and back. So it can be a single-page handout you can give to players. And this is really designed for convention-style play, for introducing new people to the game, say at a game store. You have people come to the game store, and, and you break this rule set out, and they could come back a couple weeks in a row and play with these same characters. It has rules to go from level 1 to level 3 in here, which is nice. And it, and it is about as bare bones as you can possibly get. Swords and Wizardry Light is available for free. And there are links in the show notes. It gives you the very basics here. It talks about the ability scores. It explains armor class. And in here... So, it does have descending and ascending armor class. And the reason for that, my understanding is... They had to inc to use Swords and Wizardry, from what I saw in it, Eric Tenkar saying, he had to include both Ascending and Descending to follow the OGL or the rules for using Swords and Wizardry. That's why it has both. Um, I, obviously, you're only going to use one when you're introducing people to the game. Uh, like I mentioned, it has three levels. It has different races in here, Elves, Dwarves, Halflings, Humans, um, they have adventure packs for equipment, which is really simple. There's a page that talks about the different character classes and what differentiates them. There, you know, we, we have some basic spell descriptions in here for the magic user and the cleric. The thief has backstab, hear sounds, read normal languages, climb walls, and thief skills are kind of lumped together. And they have a one in six chance at finding traps. Removing traps, open locks, hiding in shadows, move silently. Dwarves have a 2 and 6 chance to find or remove traps. Elves have a 2 and 6 to hide in shadows, move silently. And halflings have 2 and 6 open locks, hide in shadows, and move silently. So, and of course, this keeps the single saving throw from swords and wizardry. 
Then we have a page that explains combat. It's really simple. You determine initiative by, you know, rolling a d6, high, high roll wins, part of the initiative acts, part of loses initiative acts, and then you go to the next round. There's basic weapons for melee and missile shown here. They're, they talk about coins. They mention mag magic items might be fine during adventures. The abilities and bonuses will be described in the adventure. There's a little section on time, movement rate, death, de death, um, zero. Basically, when you hit zero hit points, you're dead. Healing, saving throws. There's a small list of monsters here, and then we have a table, basically a um, attack matrix table with the characters by level and different armor classes from three to ten or. 16 to 9, depending what you're looking at as far as ascending, descending. And then there's the open gaming license. And that's all that's in Swords and Wizardry Lights. Very loose. It is not designed for... It's designed as a handout for a new person. But it's expected a game master is going to have an adventure. They're going to run... A DM is going to run the adventure and teach them these rules as they go. I, I It would be... You might be able to pick these up and just learn them and run with them. But these are really notes to go with. Now, Continual Light is an expansion on this. Swords and Wizardry Continual Light is, when you look at the written, it's 24 pages total, about 18 pages of rules. And it's written by Zach Glazer, Mark Span, or I'm sorry, James Span, and Eric Tenkar. And it includes some more art and it costs $3 for PDF, or you can get a print copy for $7 from Amazon. Now, you may want to wait on Continual Light because they're supposed to be coming out with a second edition of it. And right now, the print copy is a A5 or a book size, but it's the new version is supposed to be a digest size. And Eric Tenkar back in May said that around September of this year is supposed to come out. We haven't seen that, but maybe it'll come out you know, at some point. So you might want to wait to buy Swords and Wizardry Continual Light, maybe not the PDF, but at least the print copy until this new digest size one comes out, which is supposed to include an adventure as well. So, and, and again, there's links to all this stuff in the show notes. Um, the Continual Light adds quite a bit to the basic rules, and Continual Light almost would work as a first RPG. It doesn't include sections on what is an RPG and, and all that kind of thing. So it does kind of assume that familiarity. Although in today's world, I guess you can find if, if you played and if you played a single session, you could take this rule set and and run with it, I think, as a DM. So it talks about the again, the same kind of thing that the races. This goes from level one to level seven. And then it also has rules beyond level seven, how you can get perks for the characters beyond level seven. So this actually would totally encompass all the any leveling up that uh, Rob C's group over down the heap would ever do because they rarely get above level five. Um, I, I should mention, I, I skipped this when I talked about light, but in here you gain, you don't gain experience points. You go up in level by showing up in attending a total number of adventures. So the more adventures that you show up for at the store or in your group, the higher level your character is going to be. And I think for these easy rule sets, there's no reason not to do that. Um, Swords and Wizardry Continual Light 
includes optional classes, bards, assassins, druids, monks, necromancers, paladins, rangers, swashbucklers. It, it has the, the rules to go above level 7. It has more equipment listed here, different kinds of armor, adventuring gear, and you know, this is all by gold piece cost. Combat works the same. The let me see here. It goes has more spells in here, of course. Um, the spells are, are really basic the way they're written in here. You know, like the web spell, range 30 feet, duration eight hours, sticky webs fill an area 10 by 10 by 20 feet, takes one turn to burn or hack through them. Crossing them without doing so takes three turns. And, and really, that's all you need. I mean, they're, they're really simple descriptions. But this is also an excellent rule set you can take with you to a convention with a little more explanation. It has a small section on dungeon design and exploration, Has talks about set traps, and gives you three, or I'm sorry, four levels of traps, the common trap, the dangerous trap, the lethal trap, and the deadly trap, and how, to, how much damage they might do and how to save to, you know, avoid those damage. It has a listing of monsters from the, you know, fairly easy to defeat to the impossible to defeat. You know, it has a dragon in here. It has a demon prince that's more powerful than the dragon. Um, you know, heaven help any adventure party that comes up against this demon prince. Uh, again, this is just D6 and D20 system. You don't use any of the other dice, which they give you a conversion chart at the end, how to take any swords and wizardry complete adventure, which there are a ton of them, and convert them to this rule set, how to convert, you know, a system that uses D8s and D10s and D12s, how to convert it to this game that just uses D6s. So that's a very welcome addition because with this continual light rule set, you can then buy any Swords and Wizardry complete adventure or download any of the many free ones online and run them with a simple rule set. So I really like that. Uh, it has rules in here for treasure and magical rewards. It has a small list of magic items in here, which are nice. It has a glossary of the terms. And again, we have the OGL. And then it ends with a character sheet. So how small can you get? You can get effectively two pages with Swords and Wizardry Light and arguably, you know, something like Dungeon World. If you want a, a more complete rule set that actually gives you, ma you know, magic items and a good listing of monsters, although there's a decent listing of monsters in Swords and Wizardry Light, then you could go to Continual Light. And I, I think if you had Swords and Wizardry Light, Swords and Wizardry, and you had Light printed out as handouts to give to your players... Maybe you ran at a continual light or you use continual light to, to set up your adventures and to convert adventures from any that you downloaded for Swords and Wizardry Complete. You, you really could play for a long time with these rules, especially if you were doing like a gaming store. You showed up at a gaming store and once every two weeks or whatever, or once a week, people could show up. They could bring the same characters and they could play them for a couple months easily with this rule set. These rules, especially light, really shine at conventions for one-shots. But like I say, you could you could do them where they could bring the same characters back for a few adventures in a row. So I think these are probably as light as you can go keeping the OSR rules and getting the feel for it. So I hope that was useful to you. And that's the end of today's OSR October, uh, you know, look at a system out there. I will talk to you all tomorrow with a System Sunday. Be excellent to each other.